You're listening to Bexer in the Morning, hosted by Spotify. Hello, Americans. This is Jeb Bexer, broadcasting live from Satellite 2. Good morning, folks. Welcome back to Bexer in the Morning. This is your host, Jet Bexer, on the eve, almost the eve, of the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. We're coming to you live from the comfy confines of Studio 1A up here on Satellite 2. And let's get going with the readings for this sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. And we are just days away. From the beginning of the Lenten season. Yeah, Fat Tuesday is coming up, Mardi Gras. And Valentine's Day will be Wednesday, which is Ash Wednesday this year. So let's get going. The first reading is from the book of Leviticus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, If someone has on his skin a scab or pustule or blotch, which appears to be the sore of leprosy, he shall be brought to Aaron the priest, or to one of the priests among his descendants. If the man is leprous and unclean, the priest shall declare him unclean, by reason of the sore on his head. The one who bears the sore of leprosy shall keep his garments rent and his head bare, and he shall muffle his beard. He shall cry out, Unclean! Unclean! As long as the sore is on him, he shall declare himself unclean, since he is, in fact, unclean. He shall dwell apart, making his abode outside the camp. The word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. And this is a uh, a tough reading to read, you know, to present. It, it's making it sound like uh, when we see people that have this particular disease, not, not leprosy is now called Hansen's disease, that we should shun them, that uh, we should not uh, do anything with them. It, it's almost as if we're, we're being mm -hmm. taught something that is just opposite of what you would think in uh, the Old Testament or any reading in the Bible. But I, I don't think that's what uh, is being is meant here. I think there's more to this reading that we need to look at. This comes from Leviticus chapter 13, 1 through 2, and then 44 through 46. So there's something in between there, and we probably need to read between the lines. Uh, the, the whole mission of Jesus is to, to cure the leper. That, that's what's going to happen in the gospel coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, to have mercy on those that have these afflictions that, uh, you know, it's, it's no fault of theirs that they have come down with these diseases. Uh, when I read this reading, this is the first time I've read it. I have not reviewed it. Yes, uh, that is how they were treated back in those days. They were shunned. You know, if you watch the movie Ben-Hur, his sister's, Judah Ben-Hur, his sisters, came down with leprosy because they were in prison for so long with uh, horrible conditions, and they ended up becoming leprous. And then they were put into a leper colony that was away from 
the city and out in uh, in a cave, more or less. And that's how they treated lepers. You know, they 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 people kept their distance. It was like uh, something didn't didn't want, even want to touch these people. And then, by coincidence, I I just happened to be watching on Tubby or Tubi, whatever they call it. <laughs> the free movie streaming service. I'm watching one of my favorite movies over the years, uh, the story of Father Damien, who worked on the island of Molokai in Hawaii at the, uh, the, the colony for Hansen's disease patients, or, or lepers, as you would say, back in the old days. Uh, Kalawapapa, that is the name of the village where the uh, leper colony was started in Hawaii back in the 1800s. And I'm watching this movie. Uh, it also stars Sam Neill as a uh, prime minister on the island of Oahu, who represents the, the Western world. And uh, Lawrence of Arabia, uh, Peter O'Toole, who played Lawrence of Arabia back in the 1960s, He's also a much older actor. This was this movie came out in 1999. Uh, very well acted by an unknown actor playing Father Damien, who redhead Irishman. I think his name is Tom Wenham. Uh, he he played Father Damien, and uh, the first thing the bishop in Oahu tells Father Damien after he volunteers to go to Kalapapa, uh, don't touch anyone. And of course, <laughs> what does Father Damien do the very moment that he gets there? He's hugging them. He's shaking their hands. He's uh, making himself part of the village. You know, he is their priest. He's there to uh, offer mass, uh, have a you know, keep the parish alive in Cabo Papa. And uh, he he's also becomes a caretaker, a doctor. He feeds them. He cares for them. Uh, when they die, he builds caskets from wood just from the trees because he has no money, you know, coming from the government or from the diocese, very little. You know, they, they were made to grow their own food on Molokai. And uh, the, the outside world didn't want anything to do with the leper colony. But he went in there as a volunteer with the Catholic Church to take care of these people, and he became one of them. Yes, he had to... Had, had some rule and some law and order uh, in order to keep uh, their lives straight and try and keep them on a Christian path. You know, a lot of them didn't, didn't want to listen to Father Damien, but many of them did. And they established a church. A church was already there, but he made it more so. You know, got them involved in the Mass, singing hymns, you know, having a choir, even though they're covered in sores and in pain and they have no life in the outside world, anything to look forward to, just this island, you know, it is an island paradise, but they're living in misery. He was there to make their misery a little more tolerable. And I think what this first reading is, is trying to tell us, yes, these people need to be kept separated from those that are not uh, ill, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be caring for them, like Father Damien. Father Damien was our example of what this reading is saying. And I think there's more to this reading in Leviticus than what we're seeing here in you know for the Sunday readings. It's not just people with 
leprosy or Hansen's disease. We are called to care for the sick. Uh, whether it's uh, just going to visit someone, say at uh, a nursing home, a hospital, uh, volunteering to bring them communion if they are homebound. It is our duty to, to bring them the body of Christ, the Eucharist, to bring them prayers, to bring them comfort. Because, you know, look at, look at if the shoe was on the other foot. Say if it was you that was in the, the nursing home, or if it was you that had this deadly disease and you had no contact with the outside world, and here comes someone that cares for you. I mean, you would be really glad to see that person. Peter O'Toole, in the movie, played uh, one of the patients. He was an English doctor. Actually, he was Irish. And uh, he has a joke, an ongoing joke, back and forth with Father Damien because Damien is a, an Irish Catholic and Peter O'Toole is playing an Irish Protestant. <laughs> and the first thing that Father Damien says to him, he says, can I offer you a blessing? And Peter O'Toole says, to a Protestant, <laughs> my father would be flipping in his grave. And he says, uh, come back later with more of this misery that I'm suffering from this disease. Uh, I may just change my mind. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a very touching scenes between the two because... Uh, Peter O'Toole, he was a doctor, and he contracted the disease just by working on patients uh, in Oahu, is what he tells Father Damien. And that's how Father Damien himself does come down with Hans's disease himself, just by caring for them. Yes, that's, that's how Father Damien passed away. He did become, uh, he did get, he did contract uh, the Hansen's disease. And so those scenes are, you know, even though they're brilliant actors, they're very uh, touching, they're very powerful scenes, and uh, it gives an example of what God is trying to tell us to do. And that's my alarm. Well, we spent the whole time on the first reading in the first half, so we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll get to the responsorial psalm and the second, in, second reading and the gospel but I, I think this is very important that uh, we, you know, we take things for granted when we have good health. And uh, if, if it were the other way around and if we were the ones in need of aid and comfort, we would want to see that person, whether it's a nun or a priest or even a lay person. And I think it's the lay persons that are being called out here. To call, being called out of your comfy confines, <laughs> like I'm sitting in here, to come out of your shell, to come out of your comfort zone, and help those that are in need. That's the, that's the uh, message here. I think with the first reading. So we'll we'll be right back and uh, get back to Bexer in the morning after these words. We're back. And we're back. We love that song from Three Dog Night, but we don't know how much longer the old dog pound is going to help us, you know, going to let us use that song without getting a notice of warning or maybe even a lawsuit. 
But as we know, hardly anyone is listening to this, so for right now, I'm not going to care. So let's continue. I'll take a short water break that I did not do during the music. One second. Get get ready for the... Yeah. Start the timer, doggone it. Yeah, you're, you're slipping. He wants to poke me with a pool cue, I think. The responsorial song. Go ahead. Start the timer. Do it. There you go. <clears throat> Making a little noise. The responsorial psalm from the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. It is Psalm 32. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with joy of salvation. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. The second reading is from St. Paul his first letter to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Avoid giving offense, whether to the Jews or Greeks or the church of God, just as I try to please everyone in every way, not seeking my own benefit, but that of the many, that they may be saved. Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ. The word of the Lord. And thanks be to God, that's a very short but very simple message. And one of the things that stands out there is avoid giving offense, whether to the Jews or Greeks. And you know, that, that goes for today. You know, we have so many religions, so many offshoots of the Catholic Church over the years, over the centuries. And of course, we have the nation of Islam, the Jewish uh, community and the Mormons, the Quakers, uh, many out there. Uh, I just had a nice conversation with two Mormons not hardly a week ago, and two young ladies at that. Usually when you see these, these uh, missionaries, it's the guys, but uh, I did speak with two women, young women, you know, college age, and the last thing you, I wanted to do was offend them by saying, you know, I'm Catholic and I really don't need to hear anything about the Mormon Church. <laughs> but I didn't do that. I know they believe in Jesus Christ, and they're, they're very passionate about preaching about the Son of God, which I am as well. So I, I welcome their opinion. I don't read the Book of Mormon, but uh, I definitely listen to them. And that's what Paul is saying here. Do not give offense to other religions. Give them respect, but still preach the word of God as, I, as you have been shown. And he makes it another point here to saying that he's not doing this for his own benefit. He's doing it for all of them. And says, be an imitator of me as I am of Christ. And that is a strong and good message for us today as well. Moving on to the gospel. The gospel, the gospel acclamation is from Luke. A great prophet has arisen in our midst. God has visited his people. Very well put. Jesus is the form of God, the Son of God, visiting the people in the flesh on the earth. And the gospel reading is from Mark, chapter 1, still in chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. And this is the story about the leper. A leper came to Jesus and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. 
Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him, and said to him, I do will it. Be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then, warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, <laughs> this was probably an overwhelming thing for the person who had leprosy. Jesus said, don't. Don't go spreading this around. You know, I don't need, uh, you know, he, he didn't want to, to be overwhelmed with attention. He's not trying to draw to attention to himself. He just wants to work on one person at a time. He wanted to save this leper. And he said, uh, don't say anything. Just go to the priest in town and offer a, a blessing that your cleansing is what Moses prescribed. And that will be proof enough for the priest. And but uh, it, you have to put yourself in the leper's shoes. <laughs> if you had this horrible disease, and in pain, living a miserable life, being an outcast, and then you come across Jesus, and you believe him already, your faith has brought him to Jesus, has brought you to Jesus, and you say, "If you wish it, sir, please." heal me and so I can be clean. And Jesus did it. He was moved with pity. He was there to kill, to cure the sick. That was part of Jesus' mission. But the leper was overwhelmed when he realized he was cured. <laughs> he was very happy, and so he couldn't contain himself. And, you know, I think, you know, if, if I was put in that position, I might be in the same way. <laughs> it would be hard for me to stay quiet. I would say, look, <laughs> look what happened. <laughs> the, the Son of Man cured me. It would be hard for me to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so I can understand the position of the leper being very happy and, and wanting to tell everyone, but... It put Jesus uh, at uh, a difficult position, and he couldn't even go into town. So he had to stay out in the middle of the deserted area, and people came to him. And uh, he just, you know, it's that's part of uh, becoming famous. You know, that they were talking about that last week, that his fame spread, that he couldn't even preach on the shore. He'd have to get in a boat and push out away from the shore just so he could preach. But I think Jesus may have expected that because uh, he, once he started showing these signs that he really was the Son of God, that he really was the Messiah, that uh, word was going to spread fast. So I think he probably expected it. But he, I think he was wanting more. He expected more from this particular man that he cured. But the man was overcome by joy, and he wanted the whole world to know. And so that, that's, that's a human reaction, and I understand it. So Jesus just had to put up with it. <laughs> but he was still happy. I, you, you know Jesus was just more than pleased to see that this man was cured. And that, that's what I love about this gospel. Where are we at on time, uh, Pollux?
yeah, we've got two minutes, and yeah, uh, we're taking off today, right after work. Yeah, we don't know where Jet's going to be tonight. This is, I just kicked Jet out because he's got to get ready. He's on a mission. And this is author Keith Arries. Yeah, Jet's heading over to, uh, we cannot really say, but if you if you watch his Facebook page, here is the news. And we might even put a little on there on Bexer in the morning. It, you know, it just depends. It's up to him. He, he We're giving him full reign of Facebook right now. And, you know, being from the future, this is kind of a new thing for Jet. And so he's getting a little excursion here in the present day <laughs> by way of the future. And we'll find out where he is, what he's up to, what he's going to, what he's going to discover, and um, maybe in a few pictures. And a, a video or two, we don't know. He, he seems to like the whole video thing. He complained bitterly about doing it on the Encore aboard the cruise ship. But, uh, you know, now he's he might be warming up to it. And he's on assignment. So keep keep your eyes peeled on his Facebook page and drop a few hints on where he's going today and where he'll be tomorrow. And uh, he'll wrap up his, his assignment and be back here on Thursday. Maybe even have an, another... Uh, episode of Here is the News, the podcast, and uh, to report on what he saw and what he experienced. So keep your, keep your eyes out for that. Uh, that is it for today. We're finishing ahead of schedule. You know, Pollux is just chomping at the bit to beat the hell out of me in the snooker, and so I'll take my daily dose of, 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 of get, taking a beating, <laughs> and uh, we'll get back to it. And that wraps up uh, this episode of Bexter in the Morning for this sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. And when we'll be back, it will be the season of Lent. So God be with you, and uh, for Jed Bexter, and that, that is the timer, what on, right on time. For Jed Bexter, I am author Keith R. Reese saying... Good day, folks. Bexer in the Morning is brought to you by our friends at Spotify. Hosted and produced by Keith R. Reese and a product of Reese Podcasting, a division of K.R. Reese Enterprises. Thank you for listening.